Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. to another episode of the rant today is sunday february 21st and we got we've got a game to talk about yep um, i mean we did get the blow we wanted i mean yes that was <laughs> that was a you know we won that game in appropriate fashion i'd say uh yeah wait let me get the final score 75-58 purdue over nebraska again we kind of saw this result coming this is this is the way it should have been. Nebraska, you know, yeah, one and twelve good. in conference. It's hard to say anything other than they're not very good. Uh, and this is a game that we talked about in the preview. It's not a game Purdue should win. They should win, you know, big. And they did that. Yeah. And yeah, it was a close first half, forty thirty seven. We kind they of they were shooting pretty well from three. Yeah, we the were first in. half they, so. they they were shooting very very well from three, and we were still kind of scuffling along. Um, you know, I say that we still put up 40 in the first half, but that was because we were really efficient from the floor, uh, which we have yeah. been all season from the from from two. We've we've been very good from two all season. Three, we yeah. struggled in the first half. The second half, we really took it to another level uh, from from deep. Yeah, because of Sasha. <laughs> yes, I think that's the big takeaway from this game is Sasha Stefanovic is most definitely back. Uh, four of eight from three, and he hit what, like three straight or something like that. One of them was very audacious too. Yeah, one of them, it was, it was the first one was clean, and the, the second one was like a leaner from six feet behind the arc no, with it, a dude it, in his face. Me and Nick were watching, and I mean, it was just beautiful to see, uh, to see him because you knew, oh, once he makes that one, he'll be fine. And yeah, he, and you he, saw him; he was getting in his mojo. He he had the little stank face going. He was he was ready. <laughs> he made like two or three. In a very quick succession, that uh, it's definitely a big, big sign that he is back. Uh, he had the offense just looks so much better with him on the floor. Because all of a sudden it opens up so much more, right? If you have a guy that you can lean on reliably from three, right, that gets other shooters open, but it also, you know, gets guys down low open. We didn't really see that last game because they were doubling Travion so hard all game long. That's part of the reason why we had so many three attempts this game, you know. Uh, after a couple games with relatively low three-point totals. Um, but let's talk about Travion for a second because this was probably his worst game of the season, statistically, yeah. but also just, just if you watched... Optically, you could tell, yeah. You could, you could tell he just it was not a great game for him. Nine I wouldn't points. say entirely his fault no, either. No, it's not. I mean, Nebraska but... executed a very strict double team on him, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's only so much he can do, and he did a good job. From minute team. one. And yeah. the funny thing is he had no assists, but he, he did move the ball well, right, as he usually yeah. does. Nine points, three boards, 50% shooting, you know, one of four from the line is not great. But when the other, play, you know, when other players step up as they did, you know, that you can live with that. Especially also, you know, it helps that the team – the, the opponent is a little bit softer, but yeah, big big step up from uh, from Jaden. Another big game from him. Obviously, Sasha. Uh, we could talk about Aaron Wheeler as well. Edie played played a great game. So, 
you, know, you look at the stat sheet and you think, oh, well, nobody really, like, took over in this game. But that's fine, because it was very democratic, you know, across the stat sheet, right? Yeah. Travian had 9, Newman had 10, Ivy had 15, Eric Hunter had 6 key baskets, uh, Wheeler had 7 points, Edie had 8 points, Sasha had 14, right? So it was like, you know, everybody contributed, I'd say, like, a relatively equal share. And, and I thought, overall, it was one of the better games produced played this season. Yeah, and I think that Brandon Newman is not going to go two for eight from no. three normally, right? Um, he is statistically over 40% for the season, which is, again, kind of the watermark of a, of a high-level three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, it's kind of he'll have one game where he shoots like 70% from three, and the next yeah. game he'll shoot 20%. Yeah. You know, it, it comes and goes, right? But I think, I mean, obviously Jaden isn't going to take seven threes every single game. That's uh, abnormally high for him. But if you have those two guys, Newman and Stefanovic, who are around, you know, between seven and ten threes each per game, well, that's 23s already, 15 to 23s already between just the two of them. And then you can very easily get to that 25 to 30. And you saw we had 32 this game, 25 to 30, which is kind of where you want to be at in a, in a modern offense in a 40-minute game. I got a stat for you. In games when J- Jaden Ivey makes a three-pointer, Purdue was 8-0. and oh. And he made the first bucket of the game, and it was a three-pointer. Yeah. So you love, you love to see that. Jaden Ivey had, I mean, he was putting on a dunk show at the end there with all his, like, one-handed put-back dunks. It's just so refreshing to see that. Was- well, and it's refreshing to see that he just knows that most of it, again, maybe it took, like, kind of like a softer opponent, but I think he's starting to realize that, like, most of these guys can't stay in front of me. Or, right, like, know, most of them can't. <laughs> they're going to foul. And there was, or they're going to foul. You know, he had a couple really nice finishes, right? dunks but he also had that one really nice and one where he just completely absorbed contact made the layup got you know got the free throw it's just things like that it's just so so nice to see at this point in the season because now mm-hmm. all these freshmen are starting to play with like supreme confidence and Jaden ivy is like is the, is the front runner on the well team. he's the ringleader yeah, yeah he's... i mean he is the energizer bunny that gets everyone going and he, i mean he's fearless as we've seen, but okay. he, he played the most minutes of anybody last night, right? And he's a freshman. Yeah, his on-ball defense is so good too. His stat it's line last so night, good. His stat line last night is actually ridiculous. I mean, ignore the three-point shooting, right? And the he, turnovers, he had, but he only had one miss, right? <laughs> yeah, from the field. That's what I was actually about to say. He was that's four for five three, from the that's field. Not a three-pointer, right? He had, yeah, he had five boards. Sorry, seven boards. Excuse seven me. boards. Three assists, three steals, and two blocks. Yeah, he had four turnovers. But hey, if you're giving me that much production everywhere else, I can live with four turnovers. That's that's actually a ridiculous. Well, it's it's ridiculous also stat, stat we, we were talking about this one. The one time he like took it up the floor, I don't know if it was because Eric Hunter was on the bench or just because he ended up having the ball in his hands. He literally just blew by the first man, right? Second dude closed, easy dump off to Travion, easy bucket. I'm like, this is like. That's how you play, right? Unless they have, you know, even like a no-gel Eastern type, like a really skilled on-ball defender. Like, I'm sorry, you know, Delano Banton is not staying in front of you, you know, if you're coming with a full head of steam from the half court. Like, people joke, but that's how John Wall averaged 20 points a game in college. He didn't shoot. He shot probably worse than Jaden Ivey in college mm-hmm. and his one year at Kentucky. And he still averaged 20 points and like eight assists because – he could just beat dudes in the half court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Purdue dominated the glass this game, 48 to 37 on on the rebounding numbers. Bit sloppy with the turnovers, but hey. Yeah, I you know, I, I Purdue 
we had been doing a good job of not turning the ball over for a few games. I mean, yeah, we were kind of due, due for a regression. And I think overall, just the level of there were some some moments in this game where it was just you know both teams kind of playing down. Nebraska had played like mm-hmm. a ridiculous like eight games in fourteen days or something like that. So they were on yeah, it's really tough for them. really you know wobbly legs. Purdue maybe playing down a little bit to the opponent. I'm glad we shut down Teddy Allen. That was but, nice yeah, to see. Yeah, that was my next point. Is I think our defense is actually very good. Uh, in this game, we held Teddy Allen, who averages 17 points a game. We held him to six points, and I think they all came in the second half. 0 for 2 from the free throw line, 0 for 3 from 3. And that's another comment I want to make is that Nebraska... Could not hit a free throw. They were worse than us. They were worse than us. From the free throw line. I mean, we shot 50%, which is not good. 36%. They shot 36, they yeah. They airballed a couple free throws. I mean, airballed a Dude, lot. Dude, they airballed a lot of stuff, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a rough night for the Cornhuskers, and I understand they have had a scheduling nightmare, so I give them a pass a little bit. But, man, it's some moments of that game were, were tough to watch. But, again, we this is, this is one of the better games, in my opinion, that Purdue has played this season because – Listen, 31% from three isn't great, but for Purdue... It's way is, better than what we've done. better yeah. than they have been doing. They've been, they took 32 threes, which is more in line with what they were doing earlier in the season, and I've said this. We still shot like 65% from two as well, which yeah. is dope. <laughs> if you shoot 65% from two, you can afford to take, you know... A lot of threes. Yeah, I mean, I just think 31% with this Purdue team, with the defense they play... Is acceptable. Is acceptable. Is acceptable. And I think the defense is finally at a consistent level, right, that uh, that yeah, if Purdue scores 75 a night, I feel pretty good about their chances of winning. Yeah, and even if even if it's obviously a little bit lower because, you know, you're not playing Nebraska every single night. But mm-hmm. also you're not going to shoot 50% from the free throw line every night. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're not going to have 14 turnovers every single night. And hopefully you shoot a little bit better than 31%. For the yeah, and ho- yeah, exactly. And yeah, I was about to say, and hopefully you don't shoot. But again... We're getting closer to what I was saying is if one in every three goes down, like one in every three attempts goes down, I can live with that. And the thing is, I don't have the second half totals in front of me right now. But five for 17 in the second half. From three? Yeah. I five mean, for 15 and five for I 17 guess, were the two splits. I guess that's, that's pretty consistent. So never mind. It, it's, it felt like we were making a higher. Well, a lot of them was also, yeah, I think Jaden took a lot more in the second half. I think it was because Sasha made more rhythm threes yeah. in, this, in the second half. But regardless... Again, thirty-one percent from three with this team, I, I I can live with. Obviously, I'd like it to be a little higher, a little closer to thirty-five percent, maybe. But yeah, but that's one or two more made threes, exactly. Thirty-one percent, I can absolutely live with. And and the thing is, and the thing is also now you're kind of seeing that they don't play entirely the same. But it's kind of I think it's going to be going forward a case of you know between Newman and Stefanovic in kind of that it's like off ball shooter it's going to be hot hand whoever yeah. has the hot hand that night absolutely and I think Brandon Newman played a little bit less in the second half because of that and that yeah. I can live with that because chances are they're not I mean we've seen it they don't always have they don't always go off right in the same game. yeah they're streaky shooters they're both right. kind of streaky so and they're very similar players right I, I I think that's the smart thing to do is 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 to go with a high and i think painter usually is does a good job of doing that yeah because ivy has kind of proven that he's he's not going back to the bench well, like he's he, shown that he is a valuable member of the starting lineup right because yeah. of his defense because i mean he's, he's, he's yeah. just playmaking ability right like he's 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 you could argue he's our second best player he probably you probably don't even have to argue that he is our second best player yeah i would agree with that right i mean 
and, and again, also we, we've discussed this, like the further and further you go into the season, right? When you play teams that are better and, and better defensively and have real big men. Again, Nebraska a team without a real big man. We talked about this. Their leading shot blocker and rebounder is Delano Banton, who's a guard, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, again, I'm not saying Travion's going to do this every night. That's no, he goes off against good teams as well, but it's unrealistic to hope that Travion can go for like 20 and 10 every single night as you play teams that have, you know, better and better interior defense and have true, you know, seven foot guys who can play. So you do need that guy from the perimeter who can, you know, either get that guy in foul trouble or, you know, get his own sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, so produce one, three of their last five, <clears throat> excuse me. And they have three remaining. Yeah, um, it's 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 gonna it's gonna come right down to the wire. I mean, Iowa's playing tonight, right? The Michigan Ohio State game is going on right now. Uh, yeah, that one, that one is a, that's a that doesn't really affect Purdue as much because I mean we're both I think they're both too many games ahead of us to do anything. But this Iowa game really has implications for well, for what's going to happen the towards the, the end of the season for Iowa this season i mean they have a couple of really big games left so a lot can change in the last you know two weeks yeah. i mean they're gonna they're gonna win tonight probably but then they have to play michigan and ohio state back to back on a three-day rest okay and they're gonna finish with two wins probably because they're playing nebraska and wisconsin but you know i mean the thing is again we we mentioned this in the uh rankings episode uh, a couple days ago yeah i think wisconsin's Purdue gonna fall out by the way has a it's a hate the cliche, but Purdue controls their own destiny because each yes. of the remaining three games are very, very winnable for them, right? Their toughest opponent is Wisconsin, who we've seen lose to lesser teams. And, and yeah, and they're going to fall out the rankings this week anyways. So you have an opportunity to win out, right? And if Purdue wins out, the likelihood of the two or three teams that are ahead of them right now, like Iowa, like Wisconsin, um, et cetera, the likelihood that they will drop one at, at least one game of the course of the season is very high, right? So yeah. if Purdue wins out, they give themselves the best chance. Well, because Wisconsin lost, they're actually behind us. They're now 9-7 and seven in conference. Mm. And as we discussed, I mean, okay, they're probably going to beat Northwestern. Then they play Illinois. They're going to lose that game. And then they play Purdue. So that's going to be a key matchup. Basically, that's the matchup. If everything else goes to plan, that's, that could be the matchup for the four seed mm. in the Big Ten tournament, mm-hmm. right? And you could say, okay, well, what's the difference between the four and the five? You're going to end up playing the one anyways. Yeah, that's true. But you start off with a much easier first round matchup. So there's a much less chance you get upset. And also being the fourth versus the fifth best team in the Big Ten might be the difference in the tournament between being a seven seed and being a four seed. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because the Big Ten is going to send... I mean, the... Again, we joke, but the fact that they were even speaking about Michigan State, who's like the tenth best team in the in the conference, um, making the tournament just shows how many Big Ten teams are going to make the tournament. So, so being the fourth well, best team in the Big with, Ten means something. Especially with all what's hap- all that's happened in the ACC this past week, right? Oh man, yeah, UVA is frauds, dude. And the SEC. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, dude, Kentucky comeback, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine? For the Big Ten to, uh, yeah, to, to, get, to get a lot of teams in. Talk about Purdue's next game. Uh, that's Friday, uh, seven o'clock tip-off against, against Penn, Penn State, State University. Obviously, we've already played the season. We won that game. It was a little bit closer towards the end of the game. It's a sloppy ending by Purdue. Yeah, we're not as favored as I would have thought, honestly. Well, we let Penn State back in a little bit towards the yeah. end of that game. 
do I think that's this is happen? another hot shooting team that plays bad defense to be honest yeah, I mean, I mean, we've already talked about that with the yeah. first matchup right they're still we're a way different team than the first time we played them yeah though. I would agree we're playing better now than we were then and yeah. I would also just say at this point in the season I, I, I just think Purdue knows there's too much on the line at this point right whereas Penn State yeah you know, you're not really likely to make the tournament. They're not playing for... No, they're not playing for... Unless they win the Big Ten tournament, they're not making the tournament. So, I don't know. I just feel And like they're not going to win the Big Ten tournament, so... I just... It's another game Purdue, on paper, should win. They should... Yeah. Even though that, you know, Penn State's a good shooting team, they should they should win this game by 10. Yeah. Can we, can we not let Harar like, destroy us this time, please? That would be great. Hera. Yeah. That would, yeah. That would be great. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the first game we played. I mean, we, we, that's not the one I clicked on. We won by eight, I think. We scored, we scored a lot. We scored like 80, I think. Yeah, it was 80 to 72. Yeah. But, we let them, I mean, we let them score 40 points in the second half. Our defense was not great. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they shot. Yeah, Jones had 23 on us. They shot pretty badly from three. Now, we shot 19% from three. So I don't yeah, hopefully that. we I don't, don't do that. that. I don't see that again. You know, it's a much different game. We shoot even just thirty percent, right? Like we did the other, last night. Um, yeah. But I mean, we got out rebounded. That was the game that we had. There were, I don't know how many offensive rebounds, but I don't anticipate them dominating us on the boards again. I really don't. Yeah, and keep in mind, this was still when Ivy was playing thirteen minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Not 35. He wasn't in our starting lineup well, at this Travion point. Well, and Travion only played right? 19 minutes, too, in that game. Yeah. Which is, you know, he's, he had 11 boards and 13 points in 19 minutes that game. He wasn't even playing badly. Yeah. He just got in foul trouble, foul trouble and, and was not able to play. So I, I think this game, we can limit the, limit the fouls. I oh, yeah. We did shoot terribly from through I this think, game. Holy this moly. Game, it goes a little, little differently. I, you know. Obviously, I'm biased, but I do think he wins this game. And I, I, no, I just think we're such a different team, and I think that the emergence of, of and Ivy and Edie... Level, I think the confidence level is a lot higher, too. Yeah. I, I, also, I also think that, again, against a team with, with weak bigs... Like, back then, again, Edie was kind of in his slump where he really hadn't figured a lot of stuff out yet, you know, and obviously Jaden wasn't playing a lot. I think the emergence of not just Ivy, but also Edie as kind of a decently reliable second big man... I mean, it's going to put so much foul pressure on on yeah. Penn State. Yeah, because yeah, they only have one real, you know, post player, even to use that word, right? <laughs> I mean, because he's not even a center. He's just a guy who... They, another one of these teams that just... He's 6'9", right? And he's playing center for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not a real center. That's just a dude who they put at center. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I feel pretty... I feel a lot more confident about this game than I did the first time. Yeah, the first time it was also hard to gauge because they had missed some time. Yeah, they had been so cold. So you were thinking, oh, you know, they haven't played in two weeks, so they're you know chomping at the bit to get back. Now, looking for some good defense on Jones and Brockington, and then it'll be chilling. They've lost four or five, and they're not really playing for anything at this point, other than you know seniors, things like that. But I just think at this postseason wise, they're pretty much done. I think at this at this point in the season, they're the cream rises to the top. Yeah, I, I I just think we're we're better personnel wise, better coached for sure. I'd, um, I, I would I would just I said I I said this last game and I'm gonna keep saying it until it happens. I I, I want Jaden Ivey to go for that. 
He's gone for 20 already once this season, right? I mean, it's doable. It's doable. I mean, if, if he hits his threes, if he hits his threes, he's getting close, right? I mean, if, if, he, hits his, if he hits his threes, it's, it's, he shot 0 for 5 in the last game in 13 minutes. So the man was pulling the trigger. I mean, always. always. He always pulls the trigger. Okay. We'll God, his shot form is still so whack. We'll have our recap for that game uh, after it happens. Yeah. Friday. Give me another 20-point win. Give me another 20-point win against a who bad team in the who, Big Ten. Who doesn't want that? Yeah, give me... I, I think we'll be ranked again this week, by the way. Hot I, take. I do, think, I do think we'll jump. I think we're taking Wisconsin's... We're taking Wisconsin's spot because they lost. Yeah, I mean, we went 2-0 this week. And, and Wisconsin lost. lost. So, <laughs> I, yeah, think dude, I, think, I think we'll be in the, in the, in the low we 20s. 21-22. We yeah, I think we are. I think we are. Yeah, I would anticipate we get back here. Especially now that that Michigan State win looks a lot better considering they just... Clown on a team by 30, so well, they beat you Indiana. know, not by 30, but they beat Indiana. It's better than them on paper, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we'll have that, re we'll have that recap on Friday after that game, and uh, we'll have a bunch more episodes coming out this week. So until next time, we'll see you. <laughs>